0: Hey everybody, it's Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting here. I thought I'd try something a little bit new. So, uh, I spent a lot of time obviously just travelling to and from the office and to in-between jobs and all the rest. So, I thought I'd make best use of this time and actually start up a, uh, a podcast on physiology. So... I've brainstormed a few names. I think I'm gonna come up with the name Physiology Secrets. So basically, what we're gonna do is I get lots of questions from people, emails, um, people in the Mets Mastermind, or on the Facebook page, or, or whatnot, just asking for some advice and have plenty of questions about physiology. So I just thought, uh, you know, a couple of times a week, uh, I'll, I'll get on, uh, get on the phone and and record a bit of a podcast, just answering some questions that come through. So. Uh, let me know what you think of it But uh, yeah, this could be a good goer It's a good way, to, good, good use of time um, Just when I'm normally driving and listening to the radio So uh, we had a question earlier in the week um, Regarding well, Basically the, the background of the question was that we did uh, We've given a lot of information on, on VO2 max intervals and, and how much high intensity training to do The right work to rest ratios and all the rest But we haven't really covered any topics about how how much time should be spent uh, in your Zone 2 endurance-based training zone um, for a certain event? And look, at the end of the day, there's, there's more than one way to skin a cat, but um, the, the standard sort of guideline is to accumulate about 120% of expected race time. Okay, Now, I do all my stuff based on time um, for your long, long things because um, load is calculated by time, times by intensity, times by frequency. So I don't go by distance because if you get fitter, then, you know, let's say we're doing, um, I don't know, 10K run at, you know, a heart rate of 145 to 150, okay? So at the beginning, to do 10Ks in in, in that heart rate, it might take you 50 minutes. Well, after six months of training, you should be doing it in say 45 minutes. So if you still run to 10K, you're actually completing five minutes of less load um, and that's actually going to hinder your adaptation. So you you don't want to go, you don't want to run less. You actually want to remain at the same time limit or actually overloading that time as well, okay? So you'd rather run, you know, 11Ks in 50 minutes. Um, Keep the time the same or overload it that way. Uh, So yeah, 120% of expected race time. So for example, if you're aiming to do a, a marathon in three hours, then we would take 20% on top of 3 hours, so 180 minutes um, is 3 hours, uh, plus 20% works out to be an extra 36. So what, three, 3 hours 36 would be sort of your longest run there. Okay. Now, um, I had someone mention to me uh, the other day that they've never heard of anybody actually running up to race distance. In, uh, in a training program and, and I have seen it before, but it's, it's not super common, um, but again, don't come down to distance. If you're doing a, a base training run, it's extremely unlikely that you're going to cover a marathon even in that 3.36, Okay, because you're just going at a comfortable conversation pace, so um, don't worry about the distance, just worry about the time. If, you can, if you're expecting to do a three-hour marathon, then do three hours 36 just as an easy base And that's probably only going to equate to maybe 37, 38 Ks. um, And that can be your longest run because you've got that time under the belt there. Uh, In terms of number of times a week, look, it really really comes down to progressively overloading. We don't want to do too much, you know, 2 to 10% per week for a runner. You wouldn't want to go much above 5% just because of the extra load of of purely running. Um, But just aim to get that longest run up to about 120% of expected race time. Um, and then obviously you can just uh, include some shorter runs during the week. Now, as as the the duration of the activity gets longer, it gets a lot harder to obviously achieve one hundred and twenty percent of race time. Okay, so if you're doing an ultra marathon or an Ironman, it would be pretty unreasonable for me to say, all right, you're aiming to do a twelve-hour Ironman, so we're going to have to do. Uh, what's that work out to be I don't know, a 14 hour session to get to one hundred and twenty percent that 's just not realistic you're not going to do that in a day especially for ultras as well if you 're going to do a 200k ultra you're not going to go and run um, you know 25 hours as a training session it's just it's just not uh, it's not practical so a couple of couple of methods you can use to get around this uh, a really common one is uh, for guys, who, guys and girls who obviously work during the week Is to do a, sort of a, a back-to-back long session On a Saturday and a Sunday So um, commonly you could say Let's say so you're doing Ironman Let's do a We're going to do a long Six to eight hour bike ride On the Saturday Preferably in the afternoon But most people do it in the morning But preferably in the afternoon uh, And then you're going to get up First thing Sunday morning And you're going to do your long run Of you know three to four hours Or, or whatever it works out to be Okay so It's obviously ideal to to chunk the session together and do it all at the one time, but to manage the load, uh, and to manage your time more efficiently, you can do, say, a Saturday afternoon into a Sunday morning, reduce the recovery time between the sessions, and you can still get uh, a similar benefit that way. From a physiological point of view, doing that much volume is it, going to come a point where it plateaus anyway. So what we're really trying to achieve by doing the really long sessions in preparation for Ironman and ultra-distance races uh, is more or less just to get that muscular endurance in the legs. So people refer to, refer to it as uh, strength in the legs, uh, and what we're really looking at is muscular endurance, so the ability to, to uh, for those muscles to repeat contractions throughout the duration of the event. There, um, so as a summary, aim for 120% of, of expected race time, not distance, expected race time, um, and then for really long events, Ironman, ultras, etc. Just try to try a few methods of you know reducing recovery time in between sessions, uh, so that you can achieve. Uh, a similar stimulus even if that's two a day sessions where you do a you know a a more i don't know a 20 or 30k run in the morning and then you do another 10k run at night just after a bit of recovery just try to think of ways to accumulate the load but make it more manageable on your time and on your body Uh, we'll see how this goes guys please give me any feedback that you have and uh if you have any questions put them in the Mets Mastermind group or chuck them on the Facebook page and I'll get to them when we can but uh, I think this might be a goer so yeah please leave your feedback and I'll speak to you soon.